DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Well, y'all done came a long way. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. This platform, the reach y'all have that you've earned, makes space for somebody like me. You guys have a direct line to the culture. Oh, my God. Charlemagne and DJ Envy? Yes, you are. All I do is read about the Breakfast Club. Really? Every morning, That's good. you guys are trending. Every, uh, you know, I drag my ass out of bed. I'm like, uh, what happened on the Breakfast Club today? Get, get your ass up. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day? Yes, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's middle of the week. Middle of the week, baby. Good morning. This is one of those mornings um I thoroughly enjoy. Because, you know, one thing about these world premieres that they do on the radio, usually they're songs that uh, we've already heard a million times mm-hmm. because they came out at midnight, and this one did come out at midnight. This one came out at midnight. And I've been listening to this record for a long time because I've been blessed to have an advanced copy of the album. But boy, I'm glad we playing this adult contemporary hip-hop this morning. You hear me? That's right. Well, every hour on the hour, we're going to be playing this uh, new Pusha T, Jay-Z, Pharrell. Called Neck and Wrist. It's called Neck and Wrist. Ooh, you said it was produced by Pharrell, right? Pharrell produced it. Ooh, I love this adult contemporary hip-hop. You hear me? Yes. Okay, this is for those of us who wake up in the morning and scramble eggs and act like we cooking crack. Yes. All right, we got to get up and drop them packs off this morning. And by packs, I mean the kids at school. Yeah. You, well, you know, <laughs> okay. yesterday, yesterday I had date night, you know, and, that, and that's very important in any relationship. Make sure you continue with date night, even if you have kids, even if you're both working crazy. So me and the wife, we like to have date night every, uh, we try to do it every week, once Where'd a week. Where'd y'all go? Uh, we went to Tao last night. We what is Tao for, the, for people who don't know? Uh, well, they know what Tao. Tao's a restaurant they have it everywhere. In it's LA, a Chinese Miami. restaurant. Yeah. They got Tao everywhere? Yeah. They have them in Vegas. Vegas, they ha- yeah. LA, Chicago. Oh, I'm from South Carolina. I didn't know nothing about no Tao until I moved to New York. Yeah, it's an Asian restaurant. We And uh, me and the wife, <laughs> this is this is how you know what time it is. You know what time our, our uh, reservation was? What time? 5 p.m. 5. I knew you were going to say that. As <laughs> soon as they open. As soon as they open. What's the problem PM? with that? No, you acting your age. Nothing. I don't know. I don't see the problem with acting your age. And you got kids. Y'all got kids. Now Y'all forty something years old. We had to get back to the baby. You know. We That's just, right. Just don't necessarily. Uh, she's still breastfeeding. Five is amazing. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, she's not breastfeeding. She's not breastfeeding. Uh-huh. But you know, the baby's uh four and a half months. So you know, we still feel funny leaving the baby with somebody. So uh, even though my daughter was home and the nanny was there, we just you know, it is what it is. We got six kids. I was about to say five. We got six kids. You don't even know how many you have. Yeah, I, I went to the Brooklyn Nets game yesterday. How was the game? Y'all won. Yeah, we won. Kyrie dropped 42. Yeah, it was an amazing game. I was there, uh, the Yes Network, they had this new thing on their app that they're testing out. Mm-hmm. So you can watch the game and they'll have somebody like I was on there and people can like live video chat with you while you're watching the game. So the game is on the app. Oh, that's dope. And you're talking to people so you can just drop in on room to room to room and people can just watch the game with you and the Yes Network is the what's that the lo- that's the local yeah they Brooklyn local, channel yeah, they show the Nets game and you can and watch it on the Yankees app too, so yeah. on the app you can you know watch the game and then chat with whoever they have there you know tonight tonight uh, the Knicks are taking on the Nets and this is the first time I'm actually taking my dad to a basketball game as a kid he took me all the time the seats we had were pretty high they were like usually like the 300 rafters so 
uh, this is the first time I'm actually taking my dad to the game. So I'm happy about this. I'm excited about that. I just we just never went. We usually go to see the Giants. We go for football, but we never went to a a basketball game. So I'm excited about that. I'm I took pick. my dad once. Never again. Never again. <laughs> no. Why? He's embarrassing. Oh my goodness! So I'm taking my dad to the game. I'm picking two up New York teams that aren't making the playoffs. The Nets are making. The yeah, playoffs. the Nets are making they're, the playoffs. They're going to be in the play-in. They'll make the they'll make the, they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, don't be so confident about that, uh-huh. people. They'll be in the Kyrie's play-in. Kyrie's playing. KD is playing. And have you been watching the games? They'll be in the play-in. And if they beat, if they beat, uh, who they got to play in the play-in? The Hornets are the. Are the Cavaliers? Yeah, Cavaliers. Then they get in the playoffs. Yeah, I think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, I think so. Well, well, let's get the show crap. Bet on it. If you're so sure. I ain't betting on nothing. <laughs> Coy LeRae will be joining us this morning mm-hmm. as well. She has a new album, The Trendsetter, which drops Friday. So we'll be talking to Coy LeRae. And also, uh, Cassandra Cummings. She's the founder of Stocks and Stilettos. So she'll be breaking down some stock choices. Yeah, she has like 100,000 uh, people on her in her Facebook group. All black women mm-hmm. discussing stocks. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Let's get to this news. adult contemporary hip-hop, Can baby. Please front page news first? Yes. What we got front page, Thank you. <laughs> uh, Well, let's talk about Tiger Woods. Since we're talking about who could possibly win in sports, he's going to play in the Masters. We'll tell you what he thinks. Now, go ahead. Introduce the record. Adult contemporary hip-hop, okay? For all the 40 and upwards. All right? This is Pusha T featuring Jay-Z, neck and wrist. Put all your right? Balls you up. Scra- Put your balls you, up. You making that oatmeal this morning? You know what I'm saying? You stirring yeah. it up, acting like you cooking dope? This is for you. You got to drop them packages off them packages, being them kids at school. This is for you. Let's go, Red. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on now. Adult contemporary hip-hop. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. That was Pusha T. Hole Pharrell. Coming in at a combined age. Coming in at a combined age of 145 years old. Okay? <laughs> Trust me. That's what you want. How long have them brothers been great? Long time. God damn, Shout man. out to the 757-804 Virginia man. Beach, Hampton Roads area. Good morning, guys. But let's get in some front page news. Hope talking filthy on that. Where we starting, Yeezy? All right, well, Tiger Woods says as of right now, he feels like he is going to play in the Masters, and he does think that he can win it. Um, and he had a news conference... And he's won the tournament five times, so he's scheduled to tee off for the first round in Augusta, Georgia, Thursday morning. So Yeah, I heard him this morning talk about it on the uh, radio. He said he's physically ready. He just has to be mentally locked in, so he's excited to, to be playing. Yeah, after that bad car accident that he had, this mm-hmm. would be amazing. I could have swear Tiger Woods every time. Well, he just had a bad car accident, and people thought, you know, his uh, ankle, everything was messed up. They, he couldn't even walk. Mm-hmm. They didn't think he'd be able to, to be able to walk on the you know, and tee up and do any of those things again. So it's an, a miracle already, they said, the way that he's been playing. Yeah, they said he's uh, they, it's between him, a South African gentleman, and a, a younger, I think he's like 22, 23 years old, between, between those three that they're expecting to win. All right, now the family of the rapper Gunu, whose body was propped and placed on stage at a nightclub during a celebration of his life, uh, that's at Bliss Nightclub in D.C., his family is now defending that event it went viral. A lot of people were posting this video of mm-hmm. that celebration that happened in the club and weighing in on it. And here is what the family has to say. It's something I wanted to do. That's how my kid wanted me to do it. That's how he wanted to go out. He wanted to celebrate his life, turning up, having a party. He didn't want people to be sad and crying. He always wanted people to be happy and having fun. My brother was a legend. My brother was a king. To clear the rumors in that place, my brother, they, the, the critics are, it, it's, it's rude. It's very disrespectful. It's very insensitive. 
If you do not like it, don't speak on it. Don't speak, don't on, speak it. on it. Don't speak on it. It's how we it. let us grieve how Keep we want to grieve. I don't have a problem with what they did. I, I don't even to. know why they defending themselves. No, if that's what the brother wanted, who cares what anybody else thinks? His mom is cool with it, his family's cool with it. Who cares? And that's what he wanted. Yeah, that's what he wanted. If he that wanted. was what he wanted when he who passed cares? away, fulfill his wishes. Who cares what social media or anybody else got to say about it? I, I don't get it. I see some people like, you know, some people like, bury me in my car. And then people are like, why are you going to bury? Because that's what he wanted. Like, who cares? Two chains want to get buried in the Louis store. Or was it the Gucci store? It's one I, of them high expensive stores. I don't know if he, that could happen. Though. He said it But you can bury somebody in their car? Yeah. I didn't know you could even do that. Yeah, if you Google that, there's a lot of people that were buried in their actual car. Wow. That's mm. a lot of space, it feels like, too. Yeah, it's a lot of space. Didn't Tupac? Tupac wanted to get cremated and wanted to get his ashes smoked. Didn't outlaws do that for him? It's like if people have wishes after they pass, let, let them fulfill their wishes. Like, what? what that's we, we shouldn't have an opinion on that. Yeah, I don't know about the Gucci store, though. Cause it, I'm just telling you what 2 Chainz said, I mean, man. You just can't do that. Man said, babe, I die, bury me inside the Louis store. Yeah, you just can't go in the Louis store. But like, let me build a hole right here. You know, you just, I don't you know. Can't, he's telling you what 2 Chainz said. Him, put him in a Louis outfit, but you know, in, in the store. If that's his wishes, that's his wishes, Envy. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Vent, call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, DJ Envy. This is Ev. What's up, Ev? Good morning. Get it off your chest. Hey, Charlemagne. Hey, Boogie. How are you guys? Good morning. So, I need to get this off of my chest. I have been house hunting for about a year and a half or two. Mm-hmm. Where at? What right? area? In Cincinnati. Okay. I just left Cincinnati, but go ahead. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to attend your event, and um, I missed it. Aww. So, the um, market is crazy, as it is everywhere. And I continue to just get um, outbidded. So my question to you is, what do you do in this crazy market? I am like the perfect candidate. And um, I don't want to end up in a situation where um, I end up upside down in my mortgage and I can't afford it. So um, I have a nice loan, um, a nice interest rate. But it's like if I do maybe, let's say, $5,000 over asking, I'm getting outbidded by $15,000, $20,000. And I know that's not, you know, any bidding war that I want to be in. Mm-hmm. So I just back out. Correct. Okay. What do I do? Uh, I know, well, Yee's had a, a similar situation where she's been bidding on properties and people are outbidding and overbidding for for different things. Like, they outbid me on the one I wanted by 500000 I said, you could have that. But I, yes. I, I, will, <laughs> I will say this, though, and, and this is what makes me nervous with real estate right now, right? Um... I'll be honest. I do feel like a lot of the houses that people are buying, they are overpricing. Uh, I don't know where the market's going to go. In my opinion, I feel like with the interest rates going higher, I think a lot of these people are going to be upside down in their loans in a little bit. Um, So for myself, you know, because usually I invest, I've been holding my money for a little bit and just waiting to see what the market does because I am concerned what's going to happen, you know, if you pay overpriced for a house and then in a year or two when the market, you know, dies down a little bit, you know, are you going to be upside down in that mortgage? Uh, I would look, if honestly, I don't know how much time you have, I would look for something that's a little beat up that you can get maybe for a steal. So I would go to those sites, auction.com, uh, hubzoo.com, that sells uh, foreclosed properties, properties that need a little TLC. 
and I will look that way because I wouldn't want to spend overpriced for a house right now. That's just me. And I'll just chime in also and say a lot of people have buyer's remorse right now when they're overpaying for homes. And it doesn't, I don't, might not be the time for you right now. Don't spend money that you're not comfortable spending Correct. and take your time. Just wait. You don't have to jump into anything that is not right for you at this time. And even with rehabbing a house right now, materials are a lot more expensive. expensive. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I would just say when the right situation comes, go for that. But in the meantime, keep stacking your money yep. and don't rush into anything just because you feel like you have to have it now. And then you end up making a decision that you regret. Be patient. Just be patient with it. It's, it's going to come around. I, I'll tell you this. I'd rather wait for a couple of months or even a year if possible. And you get that right that right house with the right deal, with the right number because somebody's upside down and they need to get out. Then to overprice and be mad at the world later on. Okay. All right? Just be patient. And I know, because it's nasty out there. It's nasty out there for everything. It's nasty out there for cars. It's nasty out there for homes, properties. And I, I'll be honest, I'm like you. I'm just I'm just sitting back watching because I, I know right now I don't want to overprice for anything and, and be kicking myself in the ass later on. And that's how I feel. I've been waiting, and my daughter will be starting high school in the next year. And I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I've been being patient because her high school kind of depends on where I'm living at. Right. And I pay tuition now. So, you know, I want to put her in a high school where I don't have to pay tuition. I got you. And I want her, you know, to graduate from a decent high school. But it's like I'm, I don't want to be in a crunch here Correct. within the next 12 months. You know what I'm saying? And Why don't you like, rent? Well, you don't you don't think about renting in that area so that way you can do that and you can you can put her into the school district where you don't have to pay? I do, but it's like wherever I, wherever I'm, I would be renting that will be more than what I pay in rent now uh-huh. and it will be like mortgage rent. You Correct. Know? But you don't got to put down that big nut though. Numbers. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. you. And sometimes yeah. there's a rent where you can rent to and then possibly have the per, uh, option to purchase. Mm-hmm. You know what? You hold on right. Hold on right quick. I'll tell you a way around that too. Okay. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up! Wake up! Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello. Who's this? Hello. Peace. Hello. Why you sound mad? What's the matter, Mama? I'm just a little upset because, first, let me say I'm from Spomberg, South Carolina. 864? Yes, and my birthday is July the 16th. Okay. I love all y'all. I'm trying to connect with Charlemagne. I'm right here. What's up, Queen? Okay. I'm on disability. Been on disability for about five years now. I don't want to get upset. I said I wasn't going to get upset. And they let me know that they've been overpaying me all this time. Their fault, and I have to pay it back. And they only gave me two months to pay it back. And they sent me this booklet out, and that's basically what it is, a book to fill out. And they, I guess they try to discourage you from filling it out because it's a lot. But I did it because I don't have no choice because I can't afford to pay them back. And it's just frustrating because... That's all I get is my disability. I'm not on food stamps, and I don't want nobody forgetting them because some people need them. But I kind of take pride in not having a housing voucher and on food stamps. And it's just, how can they make me pay it back? And it was their fault for overpaying me. There's got to be a lawyer or somebody that can intervene, right? Well, lawyers take what costs money. Mm -hmm. And... 
I'm just in a bad position. That's all. And I just I just don't understand how they are even able to do that. How much are they saying that you owe? Well, it's a little it, it might not seem like much to y'all, but it's six hundred and fifty three dollars. Six hundred and fifty three dollars. So you live in month to month. Hold on, mama. Right, hold, hold on, mama. Charlamagne, you know your sister from some from some your South Carolina brethren over there, man. You ain't gotta put no pressure on me. This is crazy. That's all. What's your give, what's your what's your what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your right eye? Lord, Lord have mercy. What's your cash app? L A T I N A I A Thompson. What? Hold on. L A T I N A I A Thompson. T H O. Send one dollar first and make sure she gets it to make sure it's right. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna send you a little. I'm gonna send you a dollar first and you let me know if that's you, okay? L A T I N I A. Hey, I don't wanna hear from y'all if y'all ain't gonna chip in, all right? Both of y'all shut up. She asked for you. And all kind of other stuff. And yeah, I'm sending you a dollar. I cut you noise. She asked for you. That's right. Yeah, she asked for you. I think y'all got it spelled wrong. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, she ain't asked for you. When you start spelling it, it didn't sound right. Give me a dollar. What you gave me, Envy? Oh, Envy chipped in. I'm chipped in. Envy chipped in. I chipped in $100, mama. Okay. Thank you so much. Hold on one second. Okay, hold on. All right, we figured it out, Mama. So you got. No, hold you on, tell, I'm, I'm, I'm sending it right now. Tell me if you got it. Tell me if you got it. Tell me if you got it. Okay, I'll tell you when I get it. Huh? I got it. I got it. All right, Mama. Are we, are you know, South Carolina, we all we got. Thank y'all so much. No, all it's right, all Mama. love. <laughs> Enjoy your day, okay? We have a good don't let there, don't right? don't let them stress you over those six hundred and fifty three dollars. Yeah, but we you don't have nothing. No, absolutely. We understand. We all been in that predicament before and, and we got each we're other. Glad we could help, all right? Mm-hmm. That's what our community is based off of. Thank y'all. All right, Mama, Appreciate you, have a you great Queen. Day. South Carolina all day, eight six four, eight oh three, eight four three, okay? Love y'all. Thank you. Love you, you too, Queen. Morning, Pete. <laughs> This is like the blind leading the blind. Well, <laughs> the blind. okay. South Carolina. There's two old South, South Carolinians Carolina. trying to help each other out. That's all. <laughs> all right. I'm just trying to help the sister out this morning. Goodness gracious. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Everybody out there, I'm sorry that y'all had to go through that, but it was, yeah, I mean. It's... Well, listen, maybe it's other people out there trying to help. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk August Alcina. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, August Alcina has put out a song called Shake the World. And he's addressing some of the backlash he experienced after going public about his relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith. And here's what that song sounds like. All right, he posted, you know why I'm here. Click the link in bio for new music. I'm on my way to take the trash where it belongs. But I wanted to remind you that the world going to get shook regardless. I'm God's own. Moving on. That song is about, what is it about again? Well, they're saying that he's uh, referencing Jada Pinkett Smith in that song. I, I haven't listened to it. That would be a little clout chasing if he did that right now, though, right? It's like he was trying to just capitalize on the moment of the 
the whole slap and everything else, right? Yeah, I mean, like marketing. He, yeah, I mean, I, I it's think... It's a story I, to tell when I, he feels yeah, like... Yeah, he's told it already, though. Well, according to... Didn't he do to, a whole record before? According to... Yeah, and he put out a record too, right? I just want to say in that interview, that conversation was only like two minutes long. Well, that's all it takes sometimes. Interview. Yeah, so it wasn't like a... But according to the Jasmine brand, they're saying that he's going to be also signing a major book deal as well, where he'll be detailing their relationship. Well, salute to August. <laughs> all right, now um, Jada Pinkett Smith. There's a report from Us Weekly. They're saying sources are saying that... Uh, Jada Pickett-Smith wishes that Will Smith didn't get physical with Chris Rock during the Oscars. Now, we don't know if this is true. This is according to sources close to Jada and other outlets are reporting on this. And so uh, they are in agreement that he overreacted and Jada is not angry with Will. However, she wishes he didn't get physical. This is really a Thanksgiving uh, dinner. I didn't. I, I'm trying to think it's of right. the last. I'm trying to think of the last story that had this many leftovers. <laughs> like this story been going on for a while. Yeah. Kanye, wasn't Kanye like this though? Oh well, no, Kanye was giving us new meals every other day. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Kanye. Kanye was providing new meals every day. This is right. one meal. And they're saying also a Will Smith biopic that uh, was supposed to be done with Netflix and Apple TV Plus is now in jeopardy. They've backed out of the bidding war to get the rights for that. So they quietly removed their bids. I don't understand any of that. Uh, it's just for the moment. It won't last. Mm-hmm. It's literally just for the moment. People yeah. are waiting to see... You know, what's going to happen? What, how does he respond? What can happen? The man had a 30-year career where for every every year everybody says how great he was and how how lovely he was and he's working still with all him. And, and he gave so much to charity. So he did one event where he might have lost his cool. People would say, now all of a sudden you take all that away? He's still all that. I don't think they're taking no. it away, though. I think that and we got... And there's a pause. Yeah, but it's I also, a pause. And I also think we got to take into consideration what Will is doing right now. Will might be taking a break. Because clearly what y'all witnessed on that stage was a mental breakdown. Period. I don't care what y'all say. Like, that was a mental breakdown, so yeah. he might be taking a break. If he takes a break, that's fine. But we but, just but don't know what's... the places talking that's about. That's right. We're pausing this. No, but what? we don't know why, though. Like, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. All right, now, Paula Patton has responded after Ashley Spencer roasted her mom's fried chicken recipe. She had posted a five-minute Instagram cooking video, <laughs> and people were critiquing her recipe and how she fries her chicken. So here is Paula Patton's response. I woke up and then people were like, did you see on Instagram and, and TikTok and Twitter, they're talking about the way you fry chicken. I was like, oh no, what? I get it, it might look crazy. My mom taught me, it is my mom's recipe. I do believe in washing the chicken and maybe the way the video was edited, it looks like I don't wash it long enough, but I definitely do because I feed it to my son and I fed it to his whole school. Um, but anyways, it's all good because everybody's got their own way of making things and I'll take suggestions. I make a new kind of fried chicken, but I'm going to always make my mom's chicken the way that she did it. We put the seasoning in the, in the oil and all that. It's just the way we do it. God bless Paula Patton, but it's very important to note her mom is white, right? Yes. Well, she said her grandmother told her, right? I thought you said her mom. Yeah, she said her mom. She said her, her mom. Mom's her, her mom is white. So, you know, I don't worry about nobody fried chicken if I'm not eating it. Okay? Especially, <laughs> especially, especially recipes from white people when it comes to fried chicken. And it's not the people that I would want to talk to in uh, conversations about fried chicken. I don't care how white the colonel look on that sign. He ain't in the back frying that damn chicken. All right, well, that is... I actually think he's dead. Your rumor report. <laughs> we think what? Think the colonel ain't here. The colonel ain't with us no more. Colonel no, Sanders. No, colonel yeah, yeah. But I don't think he was ever frying no chicken. No, okay, just so because they met, that man was the face of fried chicken for black years. Was that chicken. was black people frying the chicken. Okay, I, I, I don't worry about nobody fried chicken if I'm not eating it. 
But I definitely don't want to hear no recipes from white people in regard to fried chicken. No disrespect to y'all, but you know, we good at what we good at. Y'all good at what y'all good at. Okay? All right? Now, if it was asparagus, where would you go? They're definitely white people. <laughs> My wife makes some good asparagus, though. Arugula. 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 That's the <laughs> Arugula. Give me some good recipes for arugula, white people. My God. Arkeesh. Right? All right, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? All right, let's talk about Black Lives Matter. There are reports about them using donations to purchase a $6 million home in California. Well, we'll tell you what information they have uploaded as they have not responded directly to these allegations or released a statement. All right, and also Coyle Ray will be joining us next hour. But let's get into a joint. We're playing it every hour on the hour. This is Pusha T. Ho, Pharrell. Mm. It's neck and wrist. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Have you taken a look at the general insurance lately? Switch to the general and you could save over $500 on your car insurance. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee, some restrictions. Ooh, jeez. Morning, mm. everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, mm. Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. That adult contemporary hip hop. I don't think y'all understand how slick Pushy and Hov talking on that record. Mm-hmm. Richard Pryor Flames gave birth to pipe dreams. Rappers liars. I don't do satire. Y'all use real money to buy fake watches. Shockingly, was that a diss to shocking? Shock. What's the watches called? Shock G. G Shock. That was that a. Well, is that an insult to shocks? No. No. no, no. I hope not. T-Shocks don't pretend to be exactly. Robot, so I don't think Mm-mm. so. You never know it, Hope. He's talking real slick on that record, yeah. by the way. Well, let's get to front page news. The phase on Maw and Love, I wouldn't believe it either. Oof. That was a phase on Love shot. Oof. All right. Well, Oof. Uh, your Lakers, uh, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're not making the play-ins. They're going home. They're going home. Going early home. vacation. Early vacation. We was talking earlier behind the scenes. I was asking our uh, board I've read, is this the, was this one of the worst ever? Like a team that was assembled? Yes. That was supposed to win a championship? Yes. They didn't even make the playoffs? It's one yes. thing to get eliminated in the playoffs, but to not even just make the playoffs at all? Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Russell, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook, Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony, Anthony, Dwight, Dwight Howard. Howard. By the way, let the record show. I said at the beginning of the season, I didn't see it for them. Thought they was too old, a little too slow. You know, they didn't make the playoffs. All right, what else we got, Yeezy? Uh, well, let's talk about Black Lives Matter. Now, they have been accused of using donations to purchase a $6 million home in California. And three leaders of the operation, well, Patrice Cullors, who has since stepped away, so she's no longer in a leadership position. Um, Alicia Garza and Melina Abdullah have been accused of using these donations to purchase that home in Southern California back in October of 2020. Now, Alicia Garza was on The Breakfast Club. Here's what she had to say. said, hey, I just bought a new house. I'm sure somebody's going to be like, well, how did she buy a new house? She must have used donations that she got from someone. Like, <laughs> and, and I know you must get that all it's the so time. Wild. Well, first of all, um, having just bought a house, uh, I want to tell people that the prices of homes in California the roof. is out of control. Absolutely. I mean, I'm talking about in the hood, a house is a million dollars. I like need people to understand this. Mm-hmm. Like literally my friend just bought a house in deep East Oakland and it's like $950,000. Damn. So I just need people to know those are California prices. <laughs> So did she say they? So look, so the Black Lives Matter official Instagram account uploaded a post that addressed the issue. Exclusive Black Lives Matter Global Network announces fellowship and creator house centering joy. And that's on the first slide. That post was uploaded two days ago. 
So that's to let people know that home will be used for black content creators to come and produce media for social networking sites. And in the caption, it read, we are celebrating and uplifting black creatives, dancers, filmmakers, culinary artists, musicians, storytellers, narrative artists, and digital influencers. Now, Patrice Colors on her personal page uh, released a statement. She said, yesterday's article in New York Magazine is a despicable abuse of a platform that's intended to provide truthful information to the public. Journalism is supposed to mitigate harm and inform our communities. That fact that a reputable publication would allow a reporter with a proven and very public bias against me and other black leaders to write a piece filled with misinformation, innuendo, and incendiary opinions is disheartening and unacceptable. unacceptable. To clarify again, the property the reporter addressed was purchased in 2020 as a space where those within the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation and broader movement community could work, create content, host meetings, and foster creativity. Although I cannot speak to how they use the property currently as I left the organization last year in May, it was purchased to be a safe space for black people in the community. I mean, don't, the, the bottom line is they just got to be transparent with the money, right? And transparent with where, where they're spending the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they will have to, you know, they do have statements that they will end up having to release, so... All of that stuff will have to be transparent. And also important to note, Alicia Garza hasn't been part of Black Lives Matter for some years now either. Like, she was one of the founders, but she stepped away from them a long time ago. Like, she has nothing to do with those funds or where that money goes. But you would understand why people question. I mean, yeah, and, they purchased and, a house that was $6 million. And they said especially if they're not being care. transparent about it. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I would question. They just got to answer the questions. She said, no community organizer is above criticism. In fact, I am grateful for it, especially when it's about helping people do and be better. But what is happening to me is not about accountability or healing. It's about destroying my life and destroying a powerful movement. It's just open the books. Like, it's really just that simple. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, Coy LeRae will be joining us. We're going to kick it with Coy LeRae, uh, and we're going to talk to her. All right? She got a new project that comes out this Friday called Trendsetter, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Album comes out this Friday. We have Coy LeRae. Welcome. Hello, hello. Peace, Coy. What's going on? How you feeling? I feel good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I'm blessed. (laughs) Coy, how long have you had your braces? I had my braces you know probably be for like that. two years. Charlamagne had his braces for two days. Four days. Why'd you take crying. them off? Because I'm no G. I oh can't, my God. I, I, I respect people. Let me tell you something. I was looking in your mouth. I'm like, I respect her so much because I couldn't do it. Four the pain days. was too Wait, much for me. I didn't even me. know you had braces. That's got how quick it was. I got them on, got them on a Thursday and got them taken off that Monday. Monday. I Why? couldn't do it. Screaming like a little bitch in And here. your teeth are like not even. I know. A little, little, little. Because my braces, I have an overbite. I've been sucking my thumb my whole life. I'll mm-hmm. be 25 this year. And I still suck my thumb. You still, I still suck your thumb? That's why I have them still. I'm not taking them off till I officially quit. You on your thumb? None of those no. They done tried everything. Everything, nothing works. And that's the only way. Like, this is my peace, my happiness. You want me to shut up? Like, I would shut the hell up. I will not say anything to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Just suck my thumb, twist my little ear. Wow, it's my comfort zone. So April 8th, congratulations on that. Thank you. I just want to know, how are you feeling right now? I feel good. I'm a little overwhelmed. It's a lot going on. It's my first album, you know, and it's a lot of conversation going on. So I'm just happy to just like, finally have my moment Mm -hmm. and people could finally appreciate me for my music and what I really do for real. 
You see, the hate turning into love a little bit though. It's, now. It's, it do, it the does that. Into love. But it turns it, it it hates and it turns into love and turns. You gotta just keep your enemies close. I'm learning more and more and more. I'm telling you. And we're basing it off something that's not even real. I think y'all give too much stock to social media. That's true, but at the same time, that's how we market ourselves and that's how we run our business. And that's, you know, I feel like a lot of people tell me stop reading comments, right? But it's hard, like as a businesswoman, so outside of music, I'm really super great at marketing, right? Mm -hmm. So I have to read these comments because I get feedback. Like, besides the hate like, oh, you're skinny, this, that, and third, whatever the fuck, right? I, I get the feedback. I'm catering to my fans. So if I could look and fish through and find my fans, I feel like that's most important and it helps me you know, with my brand awareness and market myself and see what people mental, like. Though? Mentally, now listen, this is the only thing that affects my mental. It's not the comments. It's the narr it's changing the narrative and being able to when you want to, right? So as an artist, being signed to a major label, sometimes, you know, as a partner, like you have to do 50-50. It's like we sign as partners, that's how I look at it, right? We're 50-50. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a problem. I don't want you to be a problem, so we're going to meet each other halfway. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it comes to a point where like if I want to drop a song and I want to vent and it doesn't make sense, I'm going to hear them out. You know what I'm saying? Like if it just doesn't make sense, sometimes it's like, yo, what the hell? You know, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of artists go through this all over the world. Like, yo, let me drop. You know, for example, like years ago when my ex had dropped like a love letter to you, whatever, named the song after me or whatever. I wanted to drop like a return to sender. You feel right. me? Like love letter, to you, love letter to you, return to sender. Because it would be messy if I get online, act crazy and stuff. So that plays a big part. Like besides the comments, I want to be able to express myself through the music best way I can without looking messy, without being, you know, and then it sucks because you have a voice. You want your fans to feel what you're going through and understand you why wanna, you're not. You want not... them to relate to you yeah, and understand what's going course. on in your life. Yes. I get it. And you don't want to relate through negative you know, stuff. I do notice from this album, a lot of artists mess with you. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And want to work with you. Yeah, yeah. I worked with a lot of people. So oh. for people that don't know, how did the Nicki collab happen? Because Nicki don't do much with people unless she really loves the music. It's a tough no. tune, by the way. Yeah. Blick, a blick, it's a blick, Thank blick, you. blick, blick. It's a tough tune. Thank you. Um, She heard it through the grapevine. One of my teams sent it to her team. And, um, you know, I've always supported Nikki. It's so crazy. I still can't believe it. Like, mm -hmm. I, it still ain't even hit me yet, you know? And um, they're like, yo, like, my team's telling me I haven't spoken to her yet. And they're like, yo, like, she's going to do this. Like, Nikki's going to do this song. And I'm like, okay. She's like, they're like, yo, she loves it. So now I'm like waiting, whatever. And I'm waiting. Like, I'm and like waiting. waiting. I'm like, now I'm just like, because I don't want to wait. I don't want to hit nobody up. I don't want to get too excited. I'm just like, I can't tell nobody. I want to be quiet. Next thing you know, I get a damn Dropbox link with a with a passcode on it. <laughs> He's like, "You better not send this to nobody." Bro, I opened the thing. I heard the verse. Bro, I went crazy, and then I listened to it more. It's like twenty bars. Mm -hmm. She ain't mm -hmm. stopped. More than the sixteen. It's absolutely. like way more than the sixteen. I said, "Yo." And then she did your flow on it at the end of it. Oh my god! She and then it. we end up speaking, and she told me she loves me. Like wow. she thinks she loves no more parties. Mm -hmm. She just loves how authentic I am, and. She wants to support me, you mm -hmm. know? And ever since, like, she's been very open arms, very humble, you know, real, giving me game advice, letting me know, you know, the ins and outs of certain things and just putting me on. And I really respect her. Like, now, I heard her say that uh, she thought about pulling it after it was announced prematurely, but then yeah. she spoke to you yeah, we and spoke. decided to keep it. Tell us about your cross-examination skills. How did, <laughs> how did you keep that, who that alive? Who, who leaked it? Because, so I guess, like, you know, 
my dad is is a great you know man and i love him you know regardless of our dis differences he's still my father and i gotta respect him right and dad's get a little too crazy and overexcited. So you played you it for dad. You probably yeah, um, excited. So, you know, me and my dad are still building our relationship, I'm be honest. And when I speak to my dad, I'm like, I just want to just tell you what's going on so you As can you just should. feel proud of me, you right. know? Like, I want you to, I don't want to argue. I don't want to, nothing. And I was just so excited. I'm like, yo, dad, like, don't worry. You feel me? Like, my father came in this game and as I'm learning, as I'm getting older, I'm learning a lot more about what he brought because mm -hmm. I really don't know too much, but I'm learning more. And I feel him and I understand him. And I just want to be able to be like, yo, like, I got you. Like, don't worry. You feel me? Like, just play the back now. It's my time and just chill. Like, everything going to circle and fall back into place mm -hmm. on God's time. Just chill. Did you tell him keep it confidential? I told him don't say a word. Okay. I, I didn't send him to him though. I didn't send him the song. I would never send him the song. I was like, no, 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 you are getting this. I didn't even send it to my mom, It'd but I told live. him. Yeah, it's and he. my dad, I respect him, but I ain't sending it. Uh-uh, he ain't sending it. I ain't sending it. Uh-uh, I'm not sending nothing. Don't okay. play with Nikki. So I guess, I don't know. He went on Clubhouse and he was like, I was like, dad. Yo, Neek, me and Neek are sleeping. We are mean house. We're sleeping. <laughs> Yo, in the mid sleep. Neek, wake up like, Oh my God, go hit that. shaking me. Just leave the nigga song. I woke up like, no, my God, my life is over. I'm crying. I'm like, she's canning it. But I call my dad. I'm like, dad, why would you do this to me? He's like, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know. I was just, they, they, I felt like they tried to trick me into it coming. I'm like, dad, why? You've done this all your life. Dad. Why would you say something like, I'm sending him screenshots like, see, look, you messed it up. Everything's ruined. He's like, Damn I'm it, so man. sorry. He's like, I'm deleting everything. I'm deleting all my social media. He he was so hurt. I, I don't know if I was more hurt of the fact that I lost, that I felt like I lost the verse or I felt like my father was like humiliated and he was so proud and he was crushed. Mm -hmm. I don't know what hurt me more. And I felt like, you know, Nikki, where she comes from, she takes fathers very serious, mm -hmm. you know? And she's like, yo, like, when I got on the phone with her and I just broke it down to her and I apologized, told her I have nothing to do with it. It wasn't no stunt. I'm not that type. You called her first? No, she she hit me. Okay. Like, like, yo, like, let's speak. Like, cause I'm like, yo, please. Cause she wasn't them. answering. Nah. Right. Like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. She was just like, yo, like, I get it and I understand. And you know, one thing you have to respect your father. And she's actually one of the main reasons why I'm like team dad, dad, dad. You know, like I love my dad, and like I said, we still got our differences We're going through stuff. But she made it very clear, like, regardless of what you're going through, bro, that's your dad. And that's why we are going to do this song and we're going to go ahead. And the song's fire. I love it. And it came out now with like, what, 11 million views in that's two weeks? Cute. Still trending wow. on YouTube, number 21. Dope. That is dope. Yeah. Dope. All right, we got more with Coy Lorraine. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, the other song I really love on the album, you have her on there. And I like that one a lot. How did that collab happen? Over explaining. That's what it's called, right? Overthinking. Overthinking. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was I over feel something. like you'll love that record. You're going to love that it. record, did you? Do you like it? Listen. Tell me. I like certain records. I don't think, what do you listen to? I'm 43. I don't think your music's for me. You don't think my music's for you? Nah, not for me. I, so but what do you I, but, listen but to? I know your demographic. So tell me what you listen it. to. Right now, what am I listening to? Who am I listening to right now? <laughs> Rap wise, I'm actually bumping the new Pusha T that haven't come out yet. Pusha T. Yeah. I think that you are doing your thing. I think so too. And everybody, yes. everybody, different boats, different floats. Yes. What about you? I like the first joint on the album. I like Blick Blick. Um, could you tell the truth? Oh yeah. I'm did you hear it? Oh, Envy. Huh? Did you hear it? Yeah, I did. From A to A through Z. 
Not the A through Z. I heard about 12 joints. Okay. Corey, we're not your demo. We're old. I don't care. I don't care. I don't know. You I love the sound of her and I love the sound of Young Blue, too. And I, I feel like, like it's nice. Oh, no, the one with Blue. Like the, the one with Blue is Thank you. Not the one with Blue. Thank you. And I did love No More Parties and Blake Blake. Like, I think good music is just She said two records that was like Grown and sexy. Yeah, they are. Vibes. I like blue. I like so blue. So what you saying that you don't like? You said my music. You asked me about you, over explaining though. You, I mean, over thinking. Yeah. Yeah. That one wasn't for me. And you write your own music too, right? One thousand percent. And on top of that, it's not a it's not a sex gimmick. Like I don't have to sit here and sell you on it, you know. So. You can you listen. You some sexy songs out here. I'm, I'm a sexy bad. <laughs> you have some sexy songs. I see. Uh-huh. Take me in the kitchen. Take the condom. Now, no time out this yet. Now say that because that's what we we was actually talking about that before you got here. <laughs> What'd you say? You, you was like, oh, I was like, I was like, I wonder how. How does it feel being her dad? How your dad feels? Does your dad have the conversation? Because I can remember if my daughter, oh, you want her to be. Big, you wanted to be explode, but then when you say take the condom off right. in the kitchen, I'd be like, "Ooh, I don't want to hear that." You gotta think our perspective is. I mean, but at the same grown. time, it doesn't matter Not because at this when y'all grew up, what y'all talk about, y'all music was ah, push it, you're right, ah, you're right, push it good, ah, oh, wait a minute, push now. it, oh, we ain't that old. push it that real good, like, yeah, get yeah, old. We more little Kim. Foxy. It doesn't matter. So and so what? <laughs> little Kim put it in my. Like, yes, what you yes, talking yes, about? Yes, yes. It's, yeah, yes, what? So that's what I'm saying. You're so right, it's right. still but grown and sexy, but y'all can't process it because of what? No, Cole, we weren't fathers like then. Co- we, were, I was, we were kids then. I like this debate, Cole. We were not adults. Because I'm on the spot. Because you know what's so funny to me about, about, about like, I call them, like, no no disrespect. I love y'all, but I call no, them, like, dinosaurs. Like- you know what I'm saying? A little bit. <laughs> and no. this is why I call dinosaurs. Let me tell you why I call them dinosaurs. Go, go, go. Because yeah. it's like, when you actually look at the history of a dinosaur, they have so many great things about them, right? And mm-hmm. so many great things that they brought to this earth, but they're so distinct, like they're so not here anymore. And you have to really dig deep to find that fossil, right? So you're still looking. I don't agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> you're still because I'm not, Pusha T. You yeah. haven't even but no, found. But he's got a new album coming out. He's still fresh, and you should hope to have that no, type of longevity. I, I, think, you, I don't think you, Pusha you, T has enough. I think Pusha T's fire, and I think he's dope, but at the same time, I'm not listening to Pusha T. I'm listening to what's on. You don't play Pusha T on the radio. Why don't you play what you listen to? We play. We we we, we play Pusha T on the radio. When's the last time you played Pusha T? We're actually gonna play him today. Oh. Right no, now, no, 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 I said that. Okay, I'm talking about Pusha T. No, no, no matter of fact, every hour. Pusha T, don't hate me because I love you, but he's trying to. He he stuck on you, Pusha T, and now I'm about to come collab with you, and we're gonna go crazy and show him some old I think a lot of times we seen you grow up. Right, so we seen you with your dad when we when you were young. That's we what it is. Videos. We seen you. Uh, you know what I mean? So I like, don't even think it's that deep. I never seen like I like Blick Blick, but it Blake doesn't Blake matter. Dope record. Okay, so you're like looking at me like because you watched me grow up. It's like I'm not looking at you like that. Me, I am. I just be liking a song if it's I just, like a yeah, song. That's all. That, it's just that simple. It's like yeah, if I like I can a song, hear a record I like and I, it's not once that I say okay, that's whack. I'm just like. But that's just not for me, and it'll probably go. You think that sometimes men also don't like to listen to women as much? Um, I feel like after I drop my album, that's definitely gonna change because I don't really like to listen to women as much. I love, I, I, I love females in the music, but certain things are just I just can't relate to. My favorite rapper of this generation is the one, and that's Rhapsody. Now, you also were talking on social media about having to overcome a lot of obstacles to even get this album out. What were some of the things you were going through? Dealing with demons and trying to like, you know, I, I had started drinking a lot. Was it because of the industry? Yeah. Of like the opinions of social media? Just over time, I just 
stopped having fun because I, I I work so hard and I do so much behind the scenes. It gets overwhelming. No. One thing I couldn't understand, and I told Nyla this, remember when there was a time when people would post people like not moving to your music? And I never could understand that because I was like, well, why doesn't she just post when the people are moving to our music to counter that. So I was mad because everybody is using me as their headline, Coyle Ray, dead crowd, dead crowd, but like I've never gotten booed. So that was like the crazy part to me because it's <clears> like, <throat> damn. But I was fighting behind the scenes with my team too because I'm like, bro, I'm doing these 30 minute sets. No more parties, big purr. Like people are just starting to get to know me. I'm still building my core fan base. I don't think sometimes it makes sense to do 30 minute sets. Like mm -hmm. when you do 10 minutes, you know what I'm saying? Get some dancers, if not, add some, Cairo, whatever it is, and get up out of there. But that's the point of changing the narrative. That's mm -hmm. the mental stuff I go through. It's like, no, I'm not mad about the comments. I'm just mad that I, I could have changed the narrative. But like, you know, every artist went through that. Though. Yeah, everybody every has to start yeah. off like that. Right. And I saw a lot of artists commenting on that and letting you know yeah. that's what it was like for me too when I first started. I feel like though, not every artist does, does go through that, but not a lot of artists get like the viral hate from it like oh, me. Like for it, some reason, they, they no really- the social media like that for a lot of those artists. Well, even yeah. now though, it still happens to newer artists. It's, and you don't see it. Yeah. It's not headline. I, think they, I, don't I know. think they messed with you more because you reacted to it. Like nah, you, like, I just like they feel like... you talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like I was just so viral. I'm telling you. Like, I, it was just whatever video I did, they wanted... They, they knew that it was a conversation. Whether if it was me twerking and I'm skinny as hell, it's like they're posting it to hear them talk about me being yeah, skinny. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah, could just yeah. tell, just be certain stuff like that, which I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I just need to be able to change the narrative on my end, like having control on my end and being like, all right, like let me drop a song or let me drop a video or let me go ahead and do something on a creative level to where I don't have to give these people my attention. But when I can't do that, it's like I need my fans to come fight for me. I feel like that changed though. Me, it did change. The narrative did change. It changed a lot. Yeah, I think so. Love comes and it goes and it comes and it goes. Okay. I tell you one thing, I'm I'm ready for the next storm because it ain't gonna always be sweet. How did you feel when you and, and they were talking about the hate and all that? How did you feel when, because y'all were having a great conversation. We were on live. And, and, uh, and then it seems like everybody tried to switch the narrative to her hating on you for whatever reason what that was. It's so crazy because I didn't get that impression. I just felt like what she was trying to tell me is like, she's still standing, you know? And mm -hmm. she's gotten so much hate and she's still here. Also, too, Nikki gives a lot of tough love. That's why I don't get offended by her. Mm -hmm. I grew up on tough love. No, she does. Yeah, she has tough she love. She me and Charlamagne a couple times. But she means love. Like, she yeah. and she... I don't know if she needs love with us at this she point. Probably, <laughs> she probably does love you guys. I'm pretty sure she do love you guys, but it just... I love Nikki, too. You know, the, the mind can cloud, you know, can cloud you up, like, the past and or anything. Like, you could just see your face and be like, oh, shit, I remember when you said that. Like, I'll never forget that you said that you won't listen to my, or you don't really like listen to my music, right? That's gonna be stuck that. with me forever, you right? You asked me about it's one it's No, you said that you, no. I asked you, I said, did you no. like the song? And you said, your music's not for me. I said, that song is not for me. No, no, no. you yeah. said your music. But I started the interview off by saying, I like Blick Blick. Don't try to change it now. It's Stick to your word. Y'all got a sugar coat I can take it. <laughs> but I'm just telling you, it's gonna, it's stuck with me now. That, so that's it's not like, true. I, I, I have love for you, but it's just that thing to where it's like, she might just be still, it's like scars don't, you know, they don't really go nowhere. They just Why be stuck with you. So you learn to love the scar and you just be like, you know what? Like, you ugly scar. But why do you think... But why do you think we focus on <laughs> the negative more than the positive? Because when you walked in, I said, I like Blick Blick, right? You asked me about one record in particular. Because I, I, I love Blick Blick and I love that, but 
I also love my other music and a lot of people don't know that music. So I feel like you even are lucky to even hear it before anybody. So before you even heard it before anybody to have that response, it's just like, oh, shit. No, it's fine. I get it. <laughs> it's just, me. it's just, you know, you just take it in and you just go ahead and be like, all right, bet. All right, well, let's get into this joint. This is Coyle Ray featuring Fabio and Young M.A. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Coyle Ray. Her album comes out this Friday. Trendsetter. Yee. How did you know you were <laughs> drinking too much? I, I have a little bar. And I've noticed that it was like filled and then it was gone. Mm-hmm. So that's when I noticed like, okay, where'd all the liquor go? And I just want to keep drinking. I wake up, I'm like, I want to drink. drink. Go to sleep, I want to drink. I'm in the studio, I want to drink. I'm in the car, I want to drink. Like, and I'm not driving, but I want to drink. And eventually I just started liking the feeling of the buzz, right? And the tipsiness and the feeling is just like numb. And then I woke up and I'm losing weight. My stomach's killing me so bad. And then I'm just like lo- lost it. Like everything just hit at once. Like, f- like, all right, something's not right. Like you're mm-hmm. really losing it. You got to just figure it out. I'm in LA alone. Not alone with my friends, but I moved, I'm from Jersey, but we moved to LA for this. Sh- so we out there in LA just grinding. So when you in a house in LA and it's Hollywood theme, and you got, you're so big and you have all this potential. You're on Billboard. You're not got six nominations. You never dropped. You never dropped a debut album. You've done performed at every festival you can think of. You're on red carpets like Mm. everything's happening. I just don't understand why I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, you're not happy. Yeah. What the hell is going on? Well, that's what I meant when I said, you know, your professional growth can outpace your personal growth. Meaning that you, you know, you weren't in the headspace properly to be getting all of this attention yet, maybe. No, I felt like I was, but then I got into a bad space mm-hmm. to where reality hit, like life hit. It's just something that you have to just take your time, figure it out. Like, I'm one of those people that I want to grow. I always want to be better, right? And I don't know everything. And I'm self-taught too. So I dropped out in 10th grade, didn't even barely finished, right? So I feel like in order to be great, the first thing you have to do is notice what's wrong first, right? That's right. And the first thing I noticed was like, the I want to change something about me. Like, I'm not having fun. My delivery be off. I feel like people aren't getting that nice coy that they should. I'm coming at my team. I'm like on their ass, like, yo, 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 yo. And I'm like, this is not me. It don't feel good. I don't feel good and I have to change it. So what can I do to change it, right? So I'm like, I need to start getting off my phone, social media and start watching documentaries, start right. watching movies. I need to get a therapist or a life coach, right? Tried a therapist, tried two therapists, did not work. Um, but I got a life coach named Miss Sherry now, which is so fire. She's like a mom. Like she's like part of my family. I thought she's part of the Collinses. It's crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, read some self-help books. I don't read. That's the only problem. Like I, I have a hard time. I read articles yeah, and audio. Google yeah, all listen, day. Listen on Audible. I can't. The voice is too. Monotone. Mm-hmm. That's why I said like it's like it's dope that you are in mental health because it's people like me that can listen to you speak about it mm-hmm. versus listen to this guy like like all right I'm bored at this point you know nope, what I'm saying you already like, ran me off the radio I'm going yeah <laughs> I'm leaving what do you mean you ran me off the radio don't <laughs> leave. <laughs> don't leave we have some twerking to do. oh you having fun I'm 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 about to yeah. I'm having fun my album's about what to drop this it? Friday what changed uh, no I want to hear more about the things you did though you said that life coach life coach yeah. therapy um so I fractured my knee and 
fractured my patella and that's what really set me back to. How'd you do that? I, I did try to do a cartwheel into a split and I was devastated. Not on stage though. On my phone, doing a TikTok mm. in my house. There you go. I have to get surgery still to this day. You sound like an old head. Yeah. <laughs> you disconnected from social media. You got a therapist. That's all me. And broke you tried to name. do a dance with TikTok and hurt yourself. Broke my name. That's me, nigga. I broke like, my name. That's me. I don't know what you're saying. It was <laughs> depressing. Not being able to walk and dance and make any TikToks. Like, are you crazy? Mm -hmm. So that's also part of the reason why it's like, I feel like God has set me back for a reason. He's trying to humble me, trying to tell me something. So I can go ahead use this time to build my knee back, my strength back, not only in my knee, but in my mind. Mm -hmm. And that's where I am now. So like my knee's getting better. I got my life coach, my album's wrapped up, my album rollout went smooth. I love this, always. kids can learn from this. Cause like if you were in a dark space and you got out, you got out by disconnecting from social media, getting a therapist and losing coach. yourself in your work. Mm -hmm. Right. That's, I So you're happy now, I like that's that. what I was asking. So you're happy now. I'm getting there. You're getting there. It's a process. It's a process. I know you patching stuff up with your dad. Yeah. But you got to patch up your dad and Angela Yee. They still got they got a little rocky relationship too. I and I I I've heard I've heard but I, I but you know yeah because me and we had our lip service in in a long not a long time ago but in the beginning for no more parties in the beginning. And I just one thing I've always it's not just you but I've never want to come in the industry like having my the Benzino card to me cuz I know that in the, it's a lot of relationships I feel like that were kind of burned or bridges that were burned in the past and I don't want those to affect me so I made that very clear with Angela like yo like we're two different people whatever you guys went through I am I'm me he's I him I didn't go through anything he's just be attacking me I didn't do he, anything he's, he's he's a different man though I also my dad started the source like they say that it was such a huge impact who is on they it was it was it was, Benzina, it was. I'm it just was. saying they the world like it is the source is a, it is an institution okay so that's why he's mad all that fuel that you guys had that's how he feel <laughs> he like yo are y'all crazy cause you insulted a whole era so, I didn't insult it. Well, you kind of made us look. That's the source. Yes, the source. He did. You know there the is no they. Hey, I, but that, see, that's the problem. Everybody thinks it's like a silver spoon situation. My dad lost the source when I was like nine, bro. Like once it was gone, I was old enough to understand life, and it was gone after yes. that. Like reality hit. We're broke and we're figuring things out. You feel me? But. Like Just when now you say that they, I'm getting older, where the they? The world. <laughs> I feel we like the, the industry. <laughs> I feel like the yes. industry. Nobody in the industry gives you know. Well, it's actually, it was price. actually probably the opposite yeah. of the silver spoon for do. you because you had to worry about people having issues with him and then having issues with you because of it. So Man. that was a lot to work through. And I appreciate you guys, all of you guys, for having this interview because I was scared. Like, damn, like I go in every interview, especially I've never done nothing big. Like I, I do interviews, but I don't like doing them unless it's like somebody that's really, really big to me. And I've looked up to you guys. I always watch you guys. I'm like, damn, like I know for a fact they probably got something to do with my dad in the past with something. Because everywhere I go, I just be feeling like, damn, I, I, I just I hope yeah. I, mean, I don't want. I think Benzino was up here. Yeah, I mean, Benzino, you know, Benzino might say something here and there throughout the 12 years we've been on, but it's but not an issue. Yeah. Not like Dave yeah. May. I don't, I have been, I'm sure pretty been sure Dave May has definitely been up here a couple I mean, of times. Yeah. Benzino too. But I would say this, you know how you look at the breakfast club and say it was an outlet for people? That's how we That's look, how we at, the look at the source. Can you imagine yeah. a world with no smartphones? Can you imagine me us. buying the source? <laughs> Come on, Can you, Can you imagine me buying out the source? That'd be hard. <laughs> That'd be dope. Right? Okay. They be That's hitting me up. I never respond to them, no, though. You should. That would be dope. They hit me up and they be wanting to do stuff, but I'm like, nah. That's the other thing we probably don't give enough credit to you for. Like, you are a part of hip-hop legacy. Yeah. Like, it's dope that Benzino is Benzino mm -hmm. and he had a daughter who's now 
But love and hip hop ruined that. Love and hip hop and these women and him rashing out on social media ruined that. And now everybody can't even see the source. They just see love and hip hop and what the hell he go through. That's why I threw that little thing, you know, a little shade. Like, come on, dad, this ain't love and hip hop. Because behind the scenes, I tell him like, yo, you don't even understand how much you are like worth. Like you are amazing and you have you don't have to get on here and explain yourself to people. This industry is still a very predatory industry. They still get over, you know, when it comes to to contracts and everything else. So he would be a good resource, I think, to have. I don't mix family and business. My dad is crazy. He find out somebody he going to be like, what? That's good. Oh, they they trying to. Oh, I, uh-uh. That's no. good though. Uh, no, it's not. Sometimes you, you gonna can't. You have a kid one day and you're gonna feel the you same. Gonna understand? You understand? No, understand. and this industry is based on relationships. Not everything has to be. Ah, uh, you know, I learned True. that. And as a father with a young daughter, it will come off like that. True, but you a lot can't of these industry that. dudes are suckers though. And they are. And sometimes but they you need have somebody this chestnut check checkers, and you know that it's chestnut checkers. But sometimes you need a good cop and you need a bad cop. Let her get her. I do got a good cop and bad cop. D sitting right outside, bad cop right there. Whatever I need to hold me down, he's a bad cop. Talking, he's gonna hold it down. I'm the good cop. Well, I'm the bad cop. He's the good cop. That's, I would say that I'm like the good cop. It seems like mm-hmm. it's working for you, so That's do right. keep it's doing working. What you're doing yeah, That's That's it. Well, we'll see you soon. Yes, we'll see you soon. We'll see and you and you to soon. your point about the industry, your dad knows all these people because they ain't, they the same people. My dad's a goat, man. I love you, dad. You the best, and I'm gonna go buy the source out this year <laughs> after I drop the album. And if not, we're gonna come ten times harder with a new one, and there I can't wait to do that. So <laughs> all right. it's Corey Lorraine. <laughs> Oh, oh man! And the dinosaurs. You don't want to give. You don't want to give me a TikTok. <laughs> my Koi Lorraine. That's my TikTok. What do you mean? <laughs> everywhere. Koi Lorraine. Everywhere. Good Breakfast morning. Club. We are out of here. You switch like a. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ MV. You switch Angela like a. <laughs> Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors of talk. Tia. This is the rumor report. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Baller Alert posted Ti getting into uh, exchange while he was performing during an open mic comedy night at our bar, Atlanta. Now there was a comedian, Lauren. She was on the stage while this was all happening, and. Uh, first, here's Ti going in on on her on Lauren while she's on stage. So Lauren Knight, we don't know what happened. There's no video footage of what happened prior to him getting up and heckling her and saying these things to her while she was on stage. But here is Lauren Knight's explanation of what happened before the camera started rolling. See, I came to the show. It's about over anyway. It's an open mic. He comes. He does like 30 minutes. Now, after he gets off stage, I'm going to the next I'm hosting. I'm talking about marriage. He keeps cutting me off, telling me to shut the up, calling me all kind of heckling me. He then starts yelling about how I need to take my wig off multiple times. I said, I'll take my wig off when you speak on the allegations. 
Everybody was tight except for him. Nobody was trying to, nobody ever called him a rapist. I responded to him telling me in a room full of people to rip my wig off and made a joke just like he did. So if you got a problem with it, not mine. Now here's what Laura Knight has to also say about uh, nothing being off limits and what happened that night. I stand on what I said. If you're a comedian, anything's up for jokes about me all day. And I've been laughing at some of it. Nothing's off limits. Nobody's special. And please don't walk up on me again. I'm mad dangerous. This is not rat beef. I am not Lil Flip. I ain't got no problem with T.I. <laughs> all right. Well, T.I. went and did a live from his home. And here's what he had to say about Lauren Knight and uh, responding about what her joke was. She went up, got on stage, and we're talking about some shit about allegations then. You hear me? And I ain't say nothing to her. But some people who did say something to her, like, you know, they were just on some bird. Why, like, why you tripping? Like, what? Like, why is you saying like that, bruh? Like, for one, bro, all that allegation shit, I ain't never raped nobody, I ain't never did none of that shit, nigga. I ain't that kind of nigga, bruh. Mind you, it's a whole confession from a politician. Felicia Morris confessed to the whole plot of all this. In addition, he also had something to say about uh, Lauren Knight saying that he called her a bitch. You see where the shit got twisted? Never called you out your name. Never called you a bitch. You give me a video where I called you a bitch, I give you a million dollars. Where I call you a bitch at? Where did I call you a bitch? Bitch! <laughs> I don't know if that was him. Listen, context is important. I mean, yes, folks should be able to take a joke, but also you can't tell people how to react to your joke. We've been telling y'all that all week, all right? Everyone not going to have smoke for your jokes, but some will. But context is important. No man wants to be labeled a rapist. Well, okay. she said allegations. Well, she didn't even say. Still. I, see, I see both sides, right? Because you are a comedian, you're in your in that comedian mm -hmm. realm, and you know you're supposed to take jokes, but but some so, some jokes are not funny. Man, nobody wants to be nah, labeled and, a rapist, alleged rapist, too. whatever like, yeah, it is. Because okay. that, I don't want you to talk about that if it's not true, and you talk about my wife and me and my family. I'll get upset. That's too. one of the worst things you can put on a man. It's kind of like snaps though, because he said something to her, like take your wig off, and then she's like, okay, speak on the allegations. Mm -hmm. And if you want me to take Listen, my wig off. So she didn't say you're a rapist. But, I, but that's like I go at you and then you go your mama. Now, oh, now oh. it's up to me to decide what goes next. If my mama dead. If my mama my dead. Mama it, dead it, then it we might have a problem. It might be something <laughs> I'm, just fast, saying, fast I'm just saying. Listen, I, I agree. All's fair. And you know, love But now people know your weak spot too because you're going to be on these stages. And well, I think people knew that it regardless. Yeah. That's why she went there. And he is right about that politician saying that. And I don't know why that wasn't more of a discussion. But what you know, listen. I didn't hear that. What happened? What the, Paul, he was the politician was like, you know, T.I. should have learned his lesson, you know, about interfering in politics uh, before. But oh, that's basically what he saying those allegations politician on. Said him, uh, yeah. Uncle. But, but um, you know what else could be interesting about that? What's that? Play with T.I. if y'all want to. <laughs> like all comedians take your chances. That's all I'm telling all comedians. He calmed himself down. Everybody take their chances and not just with T.I. <laughs> I know he calmed himself with down. With anybody. I'm, I'm proud of him for that because he was like, I, if you keep on, listen, man, I'm going to... I love comedians and I respect <laughs> freedom of speech. I'm going to speak with you verbally. I love comedians and I respect freedom of speech, but you cannot tell people how to react to your jokes. And if people going to start having smoke for your jokes, then, hey, man, y'all just going to have to defend them jokes and defend yourself. Well, Laura Knight posted, listen, you can't be a heckler and get mad when you get a response. I stand on what I said. I love comedy. And then she said, make sure you got the whole story before you believe just anything. Make sure you're at our bar Atlanta every Monday night, though. Oh, she stood her ground. Mm -hmm. She did. Yeah, absolutely. Drop What's her name? Laura Knight. Drop on the clues bomb from Laura Knight. She stood her ground as a, she stood her ground as a comic and as, a, as a, just a human. It's a person. Now, yeah. question. 
And you do a like, comedy show. We don't have time. And somebody runs up on stage. Shouldn't security make sure that that person don't run up on stage? Well, yes. he didn't run. He didn't run on stage. He was in front of the stage. No, he, he ran was, on stage. He got on stage. He was on stage. Oh, he was I on thought stage. he was in front no, of the stage. stage. He got on stage and he hugged her and everything. And then, yeah, then took the. Mic. I don't think she would let a regular person hug her. If that wasn't Ti, I don't think she would have let. I think she knows Ti not going to do mm-hmm. nothing. You're not going to let nobody and else also invade was, your space like that. He was also maybe performing earlier. I don't, yeah, she said he performed for they thirty minutes. Better security at these events. This is getting interesting. These comedy shows about to be great. I can't wait. Comedy. I loved comedy. Shows before, but man, we, we're getting some real action at these shows now. <laughs> all right, well, that is your rumor report. <laughs> like, this is good. Wow, all right. Jay Z even had a little smoke for a comedian on the Push Your T record, but you got to catch it. Oh, we're going to get into that next, <laughs> but we're we giving that donkey to before we get into that record. Man, four after the hour, even though celebrity stuff is good, there are some really important things going on in the world, and I need Tennessee lawmakers and lawmakers in Oklahoma to come to the front of the congregation. We need to have a word with them, okay? We need to be paying attention. Look alive, people. All right, we'll get to that in three minutes here. Hove, push a T. And he has Hove had some smoke for a comedian. Just pay attention. That's Just listen. Right. It's neck and wrist. is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Have you taken a look at the general insurance lately? Switch to the general and you could save over $500 on your car insurance. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Charlemagne, say the gang, don't get other Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? That push in Jay so good, man. Donkey of the day for Wednesday, April 6th, goes to Tennessee lawmakers and lawmakers in Oklahoma. Okay, see, while we sit around and discuss everything these celebrities are doing, uh, there are lawmakers who are attempting to pass laws that will continue to make this country that we live in more goofy than it already is. All right, this is why I complain so much. All right, this is why I sound like Rafiki and the Lion King. Okay, I scratch my head and I look at what y'all be outraged about and I be like, huh? That right there can't be generating that much outrage, can it? I be thinking, no, I be knowing you only care because it's the social media topic of the day and it's some celebrity attached to it, okay? A whole bunch of insincere moralizing y'all be doing over celebrity nonsense. Don't get me wrong, okay? Y'all know I love me a good kiki. Okay, what is the tea? Even though I haven't drunk tea in the morning in a minute, okay? I'll be on these Carvinas, but all I'm trying to tell y'all is while we on social media engaging in nothingness, it's real life things going on in the world, okay? Things that truly will impact us. Now, the reason Tennessee lawmakers and Oklahoma lawmakers are getting the biggest hee-haw this morning because of these bills, uh... I would say they are trying to pass. One has already actually passed, but let's start in Tennessee. Okay, a bill sponsored by Representative Tim Leatherwood, a bill that would eliminate age requirements for marriage. I can't make this kind of stuff up. Let's go to WKRN News 2 for the report, please. It's a common law marriage bill that's raising some questions. Here's how the bill sponsor describes a law being considered that would add a new marriage option for Tennesseans. So all this bill does is give an alternative form of marriage for those pastors and other individuals who have a conscientious objection to the current pathway to marriage in our law. But missing from the bill are age requirements, opening the door for possible child marriages, something the bill sponsor. There is not an explicit um, age limit acknowledged during a Children and Family Affairs subcommittee multiple times. So we're going to take the assumption that they would not include minors in this. Everything on every 
bill up here there's a bit of an assumption because we never know what court will say what on anything representative mike stewart a democrat who sits on the subcommittee the bill passed out of says he doesn't understand the motivation uh, it should not be there as a as basically a get out of jail free card for people who are basically committing statutory rape there are men in jail right now for statutory rape saying to themselves, can I please be released and relocated to Tennessee? This bill better not pass. Y'all need to know every sick fornication under the consent of the king that voted for this. Okay, it's like, what are we doing? What year are some of these lawmakers trying to take us back to? How are you going to vote on a bill that would establish common law marriage in the state of Tennessee, but would not set a minimum age requirement? If this doesn't open the door for, for statutory rape and child sex abuse, I don't know what does. What message? is descending to people, okay? Tennessee lawmakers out here pushing P, and by P, I mean pedophilia. But not to be outdone, okay? Lawmakers in Oklahoma are trying to pass this bill sponsored by Representative Jim Olson. This bill in Oklahoma, which has already been approved by the House, this bill is to make abortion illegal. I said the Oklahoma House has given final legislative approval to a bill that would make performing an abortion a Let's go to Oklahoma News 4 for the report, please. Senate Bill 612 would make abortion entirely illegal. The bill makes it a felony for doctors to perform abortions. Facing 10 years in prison and up to $100,000 in fines, the measure passing 7014 now heads to the governor's desk. Oklahoma has overwhelmingly and repeatedly decided that uh, we don't want to be killing babies. There is no higher purpose that a legitimate government has than to protect innocent life. The bill passing mm. moments before mm -hmm. pro-choice groups rallied on the south steps of the Capitol. Activists bussing in with signs and chants. Organizers say at least 20 abortion restricting bills were introduced this session with eight moving forward. Planned Parenthood officials say since Texas passed their restrictive laws seven months ago, they have seen more Texans than Oklahomans at their clinics. The ACLU of Oklahoma says this one is unconstitutional. You think? And looking into legal action. Oklahoma lawmakers just slapped every woman in Oklahoma in the face in front of the whole country, and I don't see the outrage. Okay, the governor of Oklahoma said he will sign any anti-abortion bill that comes across his desk. Under the bill, a person convicted of performing an abor abortion would face up to 10 years in prison and a $100,000 fine. That's not nuts to nobody. Okay, don't think this is just going to be something in Oklahoma, okay? There was an article in The Atlantic yesterday titled, Roe versus Wade may not stand for much longer because in June, the Supreme Court of the United States is expected to issue a ruling that could decide the future of Roe versus Wade. Okay, you know what Roe versus Wade is, Wade is right? That's the 1973 decision that established a legal right to an abortion. And if some predictions prove correct, the conservative majority in the court, in the Supreme Court, is likely to uphold the law, thereby weakening Roe's protections are overruling them entirely. This is why the appointment of our sister Katanji Brown Jackson is historic, but let's just be realistic. It's still a 6-3 conservative majority in the Supreme Court. If Democrats really want to preserve democracy, if they really want to uphold laws like Roe versus Wade, then expand the court and add three Katanji Brown Jacksons. If not, not only will the legal right to abortions be gone, so will our voting rights. Those are almost gone. Okay, 19 states enacted voting restrictions in 2021. John Lewis Voting Rights Act not happening. Okay, listen, man, once again, it's real things going on in the world, real things that really impact us, okay? I don't want to hear any conversations about protecting any women if y'all not raising hell about what's going on in Oklahoma or when the future of Roe versus Wade is in jeopardy, okay? Y'all better wake the F up.
All right. Once again, that insincere moralizing uh, when y'all pretend to care about certain topics and things. Okay, y'all only seem to care when it's a celebrity attached those things. Okay, and I think y'all care more about slandering the celebrity than y'all do about the actual issue. But now that y'all have the information, let's see how much you care. Please let Remy Ma give Tennessee and Oklahoma lawmakers the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? All right. Well, Look thank alive. you for that, Donkey. Look alive. Look alive, people. All right. Now, up next, we usually we do Ask Ye, but we got somebody special joining us, right, Ye? Yes, Cassandra Cummings, the founder of Stocks and Stilettos, and she is helping black women invest in the stock market. It's an accountability group, but it's also educational. If you've ever said to yourself, I want to invest in the stock market, but I'm not sure how to do it or where to get started, and I want to find some like-minded people who are down to do this with me, then you'll love this interview. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Usually we do Ask Yee here. Well, to me, this is an Ask Yee because a lot of us need to be uh, concerned about our finances and investing in the stock market has been something that's been amazing for me. So I want to share this guest, Cassandra Cummings. She's the founder of the Stocks and Stiletto Society, over 100,000 members on her Facebook group. And she does a lot of different events. She's, and she's helped a lot of black women become investors. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Cassandra Cummings from the Stocks and Stiletto Society. So let's talk about what that is, because you want to make sure you encourage black women to invest more in the stock market and the importance of that. Yes, the Stocks and Stiletto Society was really born out of uh, my being a financial advisor and not seeing a lot of clients that look like me. Mm. And so... I said, there has to be a disconnect because my sisters are highly educated. Where's the money? So I started Socks and Stilettos. I always recommend people to get financial advisors, but not all financial advisors are the same. So how do you get a good financial advisor? Because sometimes you can get some advice that really doesn't work for you. That's true. You really have to find an advisor who you can trust. Just like a mechanic, right? It's word of mouth. So you have to find people who pretty much have money situations like you have and who use financial advisors. And typically you can find a really good one. Mm -hmm. What was your own journey too? Because you have an interesting reason why you even got involved in um, being a financial advisor and in finance. Yeah, so when I was younger, my dad was a street pharmacist, as I like to say. Mm -hmm. And so um, when he passed away, he actually got killed. Um, I received the death benefit. So I got a check, and along with that check came a financial advisor, and she kind of did me dirty. So I learned from that experience because she put me into high-commission products Mm. without really, you know, understanding my entire situation. And so when I became a financial advisor, I wanted to make sure that that never happened to any any of my sisters or any anybody that was close to me. Break, break down what is the death benefit. That's not the same as insurance, right? It is. It's insurance. It is? Yeah, it's insurance. Oh, insurance check. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's tax-free, okay. all of that. Okay. So what are, tell me some of the things that are red flags that now that you look back at the situation that she put you in, uh, what are some things that people should look out for? Because you said she put you oh, in some high commission. How old were you? I was actually 17 when he got killed. I got the check when I was close to 18. Yeah. And that's interesting, too, though, to have for him to have insurance, being that yeah. he was a street pharmacist. Because he was around good people, yeah. <laughs> despite despite the streets. And know. he was concerned about you. 
Yeah, I was his first. Mm -hmm. So he figured I'm going to take care of the first and she'll take care of the rest. So tell me what were some of the things that now that you look back, you're like, this was wrong, this was wrong. Like, just to give us some idea. So at 18, I got put in like annuity products, mm -hmm. which probably wasn't a good fit for me at the time. Um, I think also, too, you know, she really didn't listen to me. It was kind of like, I'm going to just put you in whatever I feel is best for you at that time. So I didn't feel like I was really working with like a fiduciary at that time. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was a big red flag. Also, just not really understanding my family situation. I was the oldest of six girls. So that money needed to stretch over, you know, quite a few people. How did you find her? She came with the check. What do you mean she came with the check? So she came with the insurance company. So when they came to deliver the check, they came with me. They don't mail a check? They don't mail a check. Not that large. Not that. How much that size. It? It's I, gone now, so you can tell us now it's yeah. gone. Well, it's not gone. I've, I've, you know, multiplied it. Uh -huh. So um, it was a quarter of a meal. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, so, and that's a lot at 17. Yes, that is. A lot, a lot now. A lot yeah. Now. <laughs> I mean, somebody that grew up on welfare, mm -hmm. you go from welfare to like a quarter of a meal in your pocket, you like, wow, what do I do with this? You could have blew that if you yeah. didn't have somebody, you know, showing right. you what to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. And how much did she lose of that? How much did I lose? And how much did she lose? Because you said she she lost a lot she of that money dirty. with bad well, investments. Well, it was the it was the type of product, so it was you know high commission products. Mm -hmm. Um, you know I can't necessarily quantify how much mm -hmm. she lost. Was it half? Was it a majority of it? It was, or was just probably about it was probably about two thirds. And mm -hmm. when did you decide? You know what? I need to leave her. Like this is she's not a good fit for me. Um, probably when I got into college and I started to learn about how money works. So tell me when was that aha moment for you? It came because I went from predominantly black schools to a PWI, predominantly white institution. Mm -hmm. And I got to really see a difference in what wealth really looked like from a white perspective. Mm -hmm. And so that was a that was an aha moment for me because, you know, white people don't really wear their wealth mm -hmm. like black people do sometimes. And so it just really taught me how money worked differently than what I have become accustomed to. What else? What else other than, you know, material items did you notice the difference? Um, I just noticed that they really stuck together. Like, they were, they help each other. So one thing that I learned coming out of USC is like a Trojan family. And so the network is real strong. Mm -hmm. So they really help each other, help each other win financially. So I brought that with me to the Sox and Stiletto Society. So it's a safe space for for black women to learn mm -hmm. about investing and have those conversations. Absolutely. And I think with women, we have a hard time talking about money. Like our relationship with money is so much different than men. And so we kind of need that sisterhood, even when it comes to money, just like we would with parenting, just like we would with shopping or anything like that. Like, what are some of the differences that you notice from men and women when it comes to money? Yeah, I think that women are very fearful of investing. And so I think that, you know, having a community to talk about those issues or really try to overcome those fears with money helps. Um, I find that women do have money to invest. They got money for BBLs. They got money for handbags. <laughs> they got money for a lot of other Lace things. Fronts. Lace fronts. Lace fronts. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, they have money to invest, but they just haven't been exposed to it. All right, we have more with Cassandra Cummings. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Cassandra Cummings. Are there any stocks that somebody should look out for? Um, I, I would say on the horizon right now, Amazon and Google, because they're getting ready to split. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, last time Amazon split was like 1999. That's when it was time for Gen Xers to get in. This split is really a call for millennials to jump in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you see things happening, like they're talking about Nike and how their stock went up, mm-hmm. does that mean now it's too late for you to try to invest? Because, you know, they tell you when it's uh, when the market's up, you got to really try to buy the dip. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a dip right now because the feds are looking at raising interest rates. Mm-hmm. And so markets don't really like uncertainty. Um, so there's been something about, you know, the feds are looking to do a number of rate hikes and the market is just not really favorable to that. So there's going to be quite a few dips along the way. And it's going to be ample opportunity for people to buy stocks on sale right now. Now, besides Amazon, is there anything else? Because I know Amazon stock is, what, $3,000, over $3,000 right now a share? But it's about to split 20 to 1. So, so yeah. is there anything a little less that people could say, let me start a little low? Because 3000 <laughs> is not a little bit of money to start you with. You buy pieces of stocks, That's though, right? Yeah, it's fractional. You, to, you could mm-hmm. buy a fractional share. Mm-hmm. So if you only have like a couple of, you know, a couple hundred dollars to put in, then I would say get that fractional share. You mm-hmm. can get fractional shares on What's a, a fractional of, share for people that, does, that don't know? It's not a whole. <laughs> it's yeah. a part. You don't have to buy a it's, whole. It's, it's like putting a stock on layaway. So if you can't put, <laughs> if you can't put, if you, why are you, why are you laughing? What's a piece of pie? What's a piece of pie? <laughs> well, there's all these different. Not because you don't know how you do it. Well, like you shouldn't say, say that. I'm asking, like, how do you buy a shit? Oh, well, there's a, there's a lot of different apps, crypto. right? Yeah, so, so you could get Stockpile. Stockpile, you could buy fractional shares or a piece. Of a share, mm-hmm. right? You can go on Robinhood. You can Robin go on Hood, Public. Fidelity. I'm asking the professional Yeezy. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, she she. No, walks, no, but I'm just asking, like, because you know, a lot of people like with crypto. We had somebody that come up here talking about crypto, right? And people automatically assume you had to buy the full amount. They didn't know that you can buy a oh, part yeah. of a cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. so they don't know how. Yeah. And even myself, I, I never bought a, a percentage of a of a stock. You know. So I mean? how do you buy a piece of? Yeah, how do you so buy you a percentage put, of? It? So you put your money in the account, and then you put in. I have. Three hundred dollars mm-hmm. to buy towards Amazon, and it will tell you that you now own a little less than one tenth of a share. That's how that works. What about dividends? Let's Ooh. talk about that because dividends are important for people to know because certain stocks do yeah. pay you dividends, right? Yeah, dividends are really just a reward from the cor- corporation saying we want to thank you for being a shareholder. Mm-hmm. So it's a way in which companies share in profit, and not all companies uh, pay dividends. Why do some companies do it and some don't? Um, it's a way for them to share in the profit. Um, they basically reward you as a shareholder. And um, they get an opportunity to write some of that off, too. Can you live off of dividends? You can, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so you can basically figure out a way for you to, um, you know, get a certain amount of money every month in dividends. So mm-hmm. we work with ladies in the Stocks and Stiletto Society and also another program that I do to help them figure out like how many shares they would have to own to get X amount of dollars a month in dividends because that's passive income. Right. Yeah. Now, if Envy wanted to join the Stocks and Stiletto community, <laughs> even though it's for black women, could he join? Absolutely not. <laughs> Why, because he's Dominican? <laughs> no, because he is of the male species. 
<laughs> Do you know that for sure? <laughs> Have you asked him what he identified yes. as? Did you I ask me what I listen, identified I cannot wanna, believe I don't want to play. I don't want to play. You could be I don't want to play with people. Well, Cassandra Cummings from the Stacks and Stiletto Society, thank you so much for joining us. Thank Your more information. Tell them where to find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Facebook, Stocks and Stilettos Society, and you can also find me on Instagram, Stocks and Stilettos. And then we have our Build a Bag program that's opening up. You want to go to www.buildabagbootcamp.com, and we're going to teach you how to make that 500 jump to 5K in five days um, with the boot camp. Are we going to be doing some in-person things or... Of course. Okay. I hope so. All right. We're going to keep on discussing things because yeah. I'm going to be working with Cassandra Cummings more because I love things like this because, yeah. you know, I'm all in when it comes to finance and setting myself up for retirement one day Yeah. and being able to finance businesses and fund other things that people have going on and philanthropy. Mm-hmm. And to do all of those things, you need money. Absolutely. You want to be financially unbreakable and learning how to invest will make that happen for you. And be more confident with my money. Sheesh. All right. Well, it's Cassandra Cummings, the Stocks and Stiletto Society. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It, it has been confirmed. What? If you walk up to somebody and you say, what's up with you? And they reply back, what's up with you? That means they trying to do something. What are you talking about? That means they trying to do something. What are okay, you talking I ain't about? talking about fighting. I'm talking about kinky you, stuff. You've been doing kinky. You, you, you. You stopped in front of me a second ago. I was down doing a yoga pose. No, no you, I wasn't. I was stretching my hands cranked by doing a yoga pose. You ain't got to do and that then you said, "Hey, yo," and I said, "What's up with you?" And you said, "What's up with you?" <laughs> Don't do that in front of me. I'm going to. Even I wasn't doing it in front of you. Yes, you did. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk key Glock. I told you, I said, let's talk kinky. Let's talk kinks. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. I was like, what is this horrible decision? Breakfast club. All right, Key Glock sat down with Complex and gave his first interview since Young Dolph uh, has died, and he spoke to Speedy Mormon, and here's what happened. Is this the first time that you've done an interview since he passed? Yeah. Yeah. How you feeling? How you holding up? I'm content. I'm content. What does that mean? Like, it, 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 yeah, man, I'm, I'm maintaining. I'm not getting better. I'm not getting worse. I'm just... That's you! I'm just here right now. Do you remember... Let's start that over, because this feels and, disrespectful. I don't know what's happening He's here. playing Red Cafe and DJ Envy. Why would I be playing Red Cafe? That's your phone. That was not my phone. We saw you just turn it off. Why would I be playing Red Cafe? So where did that music just come from? (laughs) I have no idea. All right, let's check this again. Right, you've done an interview since he passed. Yeah, yeah. How you feeling? How you holding up? I'm content. I'm content. What does that mean? Like it? it, it, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm maintaining. I'm not getting better. I'm not getting worse. I'm just, I'm just here right now. Do you remember how you found out and where you were? I was at home laying down, actually. Somebody called me in the house. Like, you know how you can hear when somebody call your name, like the tone of their voice, like you you know something wrong, you just don't know what it is. Yeah. That's, 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 what, I, that's what it was. Nobody can tell me it ain't nothing I can do that'll make me feel better. I'm just be 100. Mm. No. I hope that brother, so sad, um, yeah, we're sending healing energy to Key Glock. I love Key Glock's music, and I hope that he uh, he's actually doing something to deal with that grief. You know, going to sit down with somebody. Yeah, he just feels numb. Ugh. Mm-mm-mm. Suit the speedy, too, man. 
good conversation. All right. Uh, now, Tory Lanez, he was handcuffed in court, and he had a $350,000 bail. Prosecutors had requested that he be held without bail or at least set it at $5 million, but he did manage to post that bail. And that's all because he's not supposed to be addressing Meg Thee Stallion. There's a protective order. They're saying that he violated that on his social media page by addressing her and talking about her. The post was, Good D had me effing two best friends and I got caught. That's what I apologize for. It's sick how you spun it, though. So prosecutors did uh, also voice concern about a tweet from DJ Academics from February, which read breaking. It was revealed in court a few moments ago that Tory Lane's DNA was not found on the weapon in the Meg Thee Stallion case. They felt like that information was given to Academics from Tory Lane's team. However, his attorney, Sean Hawley, said that wasn't possible because DJ Academics' initial tweet was wrong. His DNA wasn't on the magazine and a sample from the gun was inconclusive. All right, now here is an eyewitness allegedly that is um, speaking on Tory Lanez's case. Is allegedly there's who is it? Lawyer for workers. Hmm? All right, Mo. Now Mo is um. Is speaking, this an eyewitness or a lawyer? An eyewitness. Okay. Speaking on uh, the Tory Lanez case. Two extremely interesting facts that came out about the Tory Lanez case. First, the police have admitted into evidence, they've testified that the other woman who was involved here, they tested her hand for gunpowder shot residue and she had gunpowder residue on it, suggesting she may have been the shooter. Number two, there was an eyewitness, somebody just like a third party who saw this whole thing and he said, I saw two men and another woman beating on Meg. As for who pulled the trigger, he said, I don't know, but I did see the muzzle flash go off and the other woman was the one closest to the muzzle flash. Mm. All right. So essentially, Tory Lane's probation got violated because of his tweets. Yeah, it yes. was a protective order that he violated. That's what it was. What happens online can absolutely get you caught up offline. And this is why people got to stop worrying about the court of public opinion, opinion, especially when you have an issue in the court of law. Like, let the court of law play itself out, and then if everything you say adds up and is proven correct in yeah, the but, court of law, then you can lay the facts out in the court of public opinion. Yeah, but opinion. it gets difficult when, when you know, you're an artist and you still got to perform and you feel like this is affecting your career and you feel like you just got to stand up for yourself. But the truth is, it already, the truth is it, it already will, right? So uh-huh. you just got to, you know, take those blows until everything gets settled in court. But as we can see, trying to prove something to the court of public opinion gets you jammed up in the court of law as well. Correct. Well, Tory Lanez is not to mention the complaining witness in this case in any social media, and his trial date is set for September 14th. So This is the longest trial ever. Yeah, well... Not really, is it? It hasn't like happened yet. For like two years. Three years. Nah, it's not. It's two years. Like. Nah, it's not the longest. All right, now Fat Joe has announced his new book, The Book of Jose, a memoir that will detail, quote, the darkest moments of his life. He posted, I'm proud to present my memoir. This is my life unfiltered, the story of a kid growing up in the South Bronx's unforgiving streets and how I became a multi-platinum selling artist. The Book of Jose comes out on November 1st, but you can pre-order your copy now. Dropping the clues bombs for Joey Crack, Fat Shout Joe. Joey Crack. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a 43-year-old man, so I still like to, you know, read books, hold them in my hand and flip the paper, but I'm going to tell you something. There's not going to be too many audio books that are going to be more entertaining than Fat Joe's. No way. <laughs> Fat Joe's audio book is going to be phenomenal. I'm going to pre-order the book and the audible book. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. speaking of books, Shaq has a book coming out, Cooking with Shaq. He's going to be sharing his favorite recipes from his new cookbook. He said, I'm an avid eater. And as the founder of Big Chicken in Las Vegas and a Papa John's board member and franchisee, he's in the food business. And so until recently, he said he was mostly sitting behind the counter eating, but the pandemic changed all of that when his chefs had to stay home. So he ended up being in charge of the kitchen. I would love to see how Shaq cooks chicken because I have a feeling that he throws all the flour on his hands and his feet. 
At his feet. Yeah, because that can't be just regular ash. Shaq, Shaq be really ashy sometimes. Shaq just want all the money. He's getting all the money. He's getting all the money. What do you mean want it? Jeez, Shaq. All right, now, speaking of money, the richest people in the world, that Forbes list came out. Number one on that list is Elon Musk. Of course. With $219 billion. Number two, Jeff Bezos with $171 billion. And uh, three and four, Bernard Arnault and family. That's the LVMH owner. Also, Bill Gates is number four, then Warren Buffett. Now, Rihanna made her debut on Forbes' annual billionaires list. She has an estimated net worth of $1.7 billion, so shout out to her. Other celebrities, Kanye West with $2 billion. Kim K with $1.8 billion. Jay-Z, $1.4 billion. Tyler Perry, $1 billion. Steven Spielberg, $3.7 billion. And Oprah with $2.6 billion. Kanye is disputing his net worth. He said he's worth $7 billion. So he's saying that list, that number, that $2 billion range is way too low for him. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. You start talking billions. It don't even matter. <laughs> no, I can't relate. Mm-mm. All right. Well, up next is the People's Choice Mix. Of course, we're going to start it off with that Pusha T and mm. Hove. And Pharrell. Mm, adult contemporary hip-hop. Okay, they make up a combined age of 146 years old, and they still better than everybody. That's right. Okay? It's the, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. I teamed up with Zyrtec for this allergy relief message. Springtime brings vibrancy to the air and pollen. So I take Zyrtec when allergy symptoms start. Save the tissues and live vibrantly with Zyrtec. Starts working at hour one and stays strong day after day. Nightmare, baby. You know, I bet you always see me in your dream. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, shout out to Coy LeRae for joining us today. Yes. Salute to Coy LeRae. And Cassandra Cummings mm-hmm. from Stocks and Stilettos. Absolutely. Coy LeRae's album comes out uh, this Friday, Trendsetter. It's going to be a lot of pressure on that young lady now. They're going to be waiting to see if she's around in the next two years, then yep. the five years, then the ten years. Because the truth to the matter is you want the kind of longevity, you know, that comes with being a Pusha T or a Jay-Z or a Pharrell. Mm-hmm. Right? We've been playing that record every hour on the hour. We're playing it all day long. Those three brothers make up a combined age of 146 years old. Mm-hmm. They've got decades in the game. That's what it's about. Being consistently great for a long time. Absolutely. Well, when we come back, we got the positive notice to breakfast. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. And uh, again, let me just shout out to everybody that pre-ordered uh, my book, me and my wife's book, Real Life, Real Love. Uh, what we're doing, instead of having a book release at a, a, a bookstore, we're going to be doing a bunch of those. And instead of having a party, so many people hit us about the roller skating party. We want to invite you guys out there to our roller skating book release party. We could just come, just have some fun. Here's some That's good dope. old music. Uh, we'll have some books there signed for you guys. So once you once you come in, you get a free book. And uh, we just want to party with you guys and celebrate with you guys, the listeners out there. So uh, click the link in my bio. Get your roller skates, and we're gonna have a lot of fun. And uh, Gia is gonna be on lip service. She is gonna solo be on lip service without me. Yes, without you. Plus, you're also going to do a book signing at Juices for Life in Brooklyn. That's right. So what questions are you going <laughs> to ask her? That's not for you to know. You don't get to vet this out. Okay. But we're definitely going to have a good time. All right. I don't know if I like this. Well, There's going to be some good questions. Oh, my goodness. That All you right. may not even know the answers to. All right. Well, you Ask if she knows about us. <laughs> I am. Oh, That's one of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely one of the questions. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is the question? I'm just curious. Do you know about Charlamagne? I'm, I'm going to ask her. You say neck and wrist don't lie. I'm going to ask her, do you consider what Envy and Charlamagne do at work in the morning cheating? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't reveal too much. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, you got a positive note, Charlamagne? <laughs> yes. Uh, the positive note is simply this. Couldn't be more fitting right now. Just because you believe it's true doesn't mean it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all 